You're listening to. You're listening to. Let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and today we have a brand new episode. It's been a while, it's been a month, but we have been working on some stuff, so we're finally ready to come back and share with you guys. Yes, we got some big news. So Brenda and I are now partnered with Key Radio every single Tuesday at 7 p.m. If you want to listen to our podcast, if you're from Toronto and you want to support some other Toronto creatives, then be sure to tune in to Key Radio, keyradio.com, or you can check them out on Instagram. We're going to have it all in our socials as well. But yeah, now Brenda and I are a weekly feature with Key Radio. So that's super exciting. Yeah. So now you guys will have another way to listen to us. So we're super excited about this because, A, I mean, we get to expose our podcast to new people, a new audience, a local audience, since we're from Toronto, as you guys know. And what's cool is that we actually have a one hour time slot. So that will either mean that our episodes are longer. We're going to try and aim for like, you know, going on an hour sometimes. And if not, if you listen to Key Radio, then you're going to be able to hear some of our favorite song selections, which is really cool. But if you're a Spotify, Apple Music listener or any other platform, then you won't be hearing the music because, of course, there's copyright. So if you do want to know our music tastes and kind of get that side of things, then check out Key Radio. Okay, so let's talk mental health. Um, what's your mental health at right now? Right now, I mean, I'm tired, so that if I don't sound up, that's why. Right now, I think I'm at like an 8.5. But oh, wow. I know, right? Progress. Last week, I was at a negative 5. Um, last week was really hard. I don't really know why. I, well, I guess I do know why. Lots of spiritual stuff. But I was depressed. And today I feel great. This week I felt great. I've been very motivated. And yeah, it feels good because like <sighs> last week was rough. I was crying all week. So that's great. So I would say I am at an 8.5. What about you? Um, I would say I'm at an 8 as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Nothing has been going wrong. I've been feeling tired, but I think that's just because I've been tired. going. You're always tired. Well, yes, I'm always tired. But, like, I feel like I've also been going to bed pretty late, like, this whole week. Uh-huh. And I've been tr- trying to wake up early, but it's been a struggle to get out of bed. Yeah, solid eight. Solid eight. Update the people. What's going on in your life? Well, on Monday, it's going to be my five-year anniversary, so that's exciting. Right. Yeah, me and my boyfriend are going to go try out the H2O float, if anyone's done it. Let me know what you think. Uh, I think I'm going to like it. Ashley told me she did the single float, and she liked it. Mm -hmm. I'll see how that goes. We're going to do dinner at uh, Korean barbecue as well, so that's going to be fun. That sounds nice. I love Korean barbecue. Yeah, that should be fun. Enough about us. Let's talk about what our topic is today. So this week, we are going to be talking about fuckboys, how to spot one, what makes someone a fuckboy, things like that. I think it's a fun conversation because there's just so much to be said and there's so many red flags that I feel like we can get into. So I'm pretty excited for this one. (laughs) Me too. All right. So first question is, what makes someone a fuckboy? Before we even answer these, I want to clarify that we're just speaking like straight relationships, straight cis men, I guess you could say. So what makes someone a fuckboy? I would say a guy who pretends to be someone they're not in order to get something out of a woman that he's trying to go after. And it's usually sex. 
and he will do anything. I don't think it's always to do with sex. Sometimes he could just be playing someone, whatever, but I just think it's someone who pretends to be something they're not for their own benefit. Yeah. Someone manipulative with an ulterior motive. Yeah, someone who is not genuine with the person. They literally, like what you said, they're just trying to benefit in some way or another from the other person. Uh Uh-huh. Whether it be sex, whether it be like rides, whatever it is, I don't know. So what is your worst experience with a fuckboy? Personally, me, everyone's known my story. Um, I've mentioned it a couple times with a guy that I broke up with and then started dating this guy. And I ended up finding out that he was talking to another girl. So, like, that was my story. I have a friend who it recently happened. Is a, it's a wild story. Basically, he was trying to let her go without really letting her go and saying he needed to just have some time to himself. So he booked a trip to Bali and turns out... He was with another hoe, Mm. literally. And the crazy story is he didn't know he had his phone synced to his computer. So every picture he was taking with this girl was literally getting like uploaded to his laptop that he left at home where his ex-girlfriend was staying. Is that crazy? When a man doesn't want to get caught, he's not going to get caught. That's what I find. Like men can be so careless, you know, like it's just like. It's embarrassing. How do you not think about that? No, but I've heard some wild stories. Like, how do people think that they're going to get away with things? Like, I just feel like be honest at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you could say that. You say don't cheat. But, like, I just think if you're going to cheat, be smart. (laughs) Don't be an idiot. Bro, hide your fucking laptop somewhere. Change the passwords on it. What the fuck? It's crazy. Like, are you stupid? I I would be more offended at the fact that he thinks I'm dumb than the fact that he cheated on me because like men really have the audacity like just like very typical fuckboy behavior yeah there's some wild stories and then i had another friend who she was dating this guy and all of a sudden like he just like went ghost like left left the scene and she thought like something happened to him turns out he had a girl already before this relationship that he currently has oh god and the girl didn't even know like she didn't know that where he went what happened to him nothing isn't that crazy 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 it's so wild i don't know if people like how do they sleep at night knowing they're like i don't know anyways i i it's crazy it's wild stressed how about you any any crazy fuckboy experiences yeah i have a few but one that I never really talk about is one that actually happened, like, with my ex. And I didn't realize at the time that it was, like, very fuckboy behavior. And looking back, I feel like I let him, like, I let him off too easy. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what happened was before him and I started talking, there was this girl that he had, like, a little fling with that he was kind of just, like, seeing because he liked me. He thought I didn't like him. So he just needed, like, a distraction, right? So they were just, like, you know, I guess they'd hook up and they were texting their flirty, whatever. Him and I start to realize we have feelings for each other and he realizes he needs to like cut her off. So once we talk about our feelings, he tells me, he's like, okay, just so you know, like there's a girl that like I still need to like end things with. And I was like, okay. I was like, are you guys dating? He's like, no, 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 we're not dating. But like, I just think out of respect, I should probably tell her like I have a girl now or whatever. I was like, okay, cool. Like, so consider it. Thanks. You know, bare minimum. Then (laughs) 
Long story short, oh my god, I don't even know how to summarize this. He tells me he has the conversation. I believe him. He has a Halloween party. Sorry, we have a Halloween party that we throw together. And he invites her. And I was Stop. Yeah. And he told me he was inviting her. And I was like, why? And he's like, because I can't not. And I was like, yeah, you, you can just choose not to. And he's like, no, I can't because, you know, um, her friends are all the girls that are coming. So it would be really weird if I just singled her out. And if I don't invite the friends, like we kind of don't have half the party. And I was like, OK. And he's like, and plus, she's one of the girl's sisters that's coming. And that's one of my closest friends. And I was like, OK. So I decided to be like, OK, fine. I don't want to single the girl out he told her what it is like i'm assuming she's a respectful girl and so i'm like fine she can come just like don't give me drama i don't want drama and i need her to know like and understand the situation fast forward the party happens she's mad disrespectful she was so disrespectful i walked into the kitchen and she was like <laughs> like trying to like crawl on top of him and like straddle him on the floor of the kitchen did i tell you this yeah and he was backing away. Um, his friend, like one of our friends, he actually brought me to the kitchen so that I could see what was happening um, because he he wanted me to know what was going on. So I respect him for that. But anyways, I get in there. I won't lie. My ex was backing up and whatever. Fast forward, this girl, she just becomes a problem. She was continuing to be disrespectful. He put her in check and then I ended up like trying to get her to leave the party, whatever, whatever, more disrespect. After everything went down, he was mad at me. Uh, he turned the situation around on me, pretty much saying like that I was like being insecure and that I was being mean for kicking the girl out and that he looks at me differently because I was like not kind to the girl. And I was like, what the fuck? And I like the thing is with fuckboys is that they're so charming and they, they have a way with words that you believe what they're saying. And I was just like, oh, OK, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then the girl just kept popping up after that, like snapchat snapchats like instagram comments um she bought him a birthday present like it was just a lot and she never went away and he'd lie his way out of it every single time and i was like okay yeah okay like i was so stupid i don't know what went down between them all i know is that every single time we broke up they would follow each other back and be like up in each other's Mm -hmm. comments and we'd get back together and she'd disappear and she then we break like up something. something she was always like she was like the roach that never died like she was always <laughs> around like it was so weird and it's not even on her it's not her job she doesn't owe me loyalty you know yeah, that's sure. on him why are you entertaining it you know mm-hmm. and like i remember at one point i tried to get him to unfollow i was like i'm not someone who's going to tell you who to follow and who not to follow but if she's consistently being disrespectful i think you should do what needs to be done. Just unfollow her to make me feel better so that she doesn't have to be a problem. And he's like, that's rude. Like, blah, blah, blah. Why are you so worried about her feelings but not mine, you know? Fuck boy behavior. They want to keep their options open. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. So there wasn't a really a, a way to summarize that short form, but pretty much she was always around and he never, like, cut it off the way he should have. And really really did a good job of making me feel like it was my problem and my fault and my insecurities that i had to deal with and i just think like a really like talented fuck boy will pull that off and you know what props to him for doing that because i fell for it i did i was apologizing damn but mm-hmm. honestly i feel like everyone in their life has experienced one fuck boy in their life at least one fuck boy. like five four four i think i've only had like one 
that I can like say I entertained, which I shouldn't have entertained. Because usually when I spot them from afar, I'm like, eh, I'm not even going to waste my time with this one. You can tell that they're just like very talkative, very flirtatious type of people. You're like, eh, no. Let's talk about that. How, how do you think that you could spot one? They're just trying to be smooth with their words. Like, they'll come and talk to you and like, hey, like, what, what are you doing? Ooh, that's nice. Oh, I like your hair. Like, pretty much give you 100 compliments and then go to the next girl, give her a bunch of compliments. A person who's very talkative, very social, a guy who's a smooth talker and isn't afraid to just make himself, I guess, feel vulnerable or make you think that he's vulnerable because, again, men think that women eat that shit up. Because we do. We definitely do eat that shit up. It's something that I think we're all guilty of. But I think it's important, first of all, to note that when you're dating and when you're meeting men, the logic that I use going into it is everyone is a fuckboy until proven otherwise. Because Mm -hmm. you have to assume the worst out of these men. It's unfortunate, but it's true. I look at every man, you are a fuckboy until you prove that you're not. Because then there's less room for disappointment. And spotting one for me, I think a big thing that I've noticed is like when someone mirrors you, Mm -hmm. a lot of times guys will just feed you what they think you want to hear based off of what you say just to like reel you in. Mm -hmm. So if you find that someone's really mirroring you, try and like really look past that and see like, is it genuine? Like, do they really mean what they're saying or are they just trying to like, you know, relate to you and seem compatible? Like that's a big, big one for me. And just like a lot of confidence, like Jack Harlow level confidence. Everybody thinks like innocent, sweet Alabama boy, you know, he's got like swag and all that. The man is a thought. He is such (laughs) a thought. Like, I feel like some people actually think he's like a a Southern gentleman. I'm sure he is, but he's definitely a thought. But he's a good fuck boy. It's a really good one. I would let him play me for sure. <laughs> Honestly, the biggest thing, though, I know you were talking, if someone, like, feeds off your energy, the biggest thing I would say is, like, let's say you're talking about something, and they're just like, oh, my God, yeah, me too, me too, me too. It's like, really? Ask them questions to see what exactly, like, if you say, oh, I like ACDC. Oh, what's your favorite song? What's your yeah. favorite album? Because then if they're like, oh, yeah, you know that one that's always on the radio? You're like, okay, this 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 guy is just like literally BSing the whole mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah, definitely like pry and try and dig deeper in what they're saying to make sure like they're actually compatible with you. Because I feel like that's that's really my go to. But yeah, I think that's a big one. Now we want to talk scenarios. We have like a list here that we just want to discuss each point and see like what our perspective is on it when it comes to like fuckboys and stuff. So let's talk about the first one someone who puts their phone face down on the table a man who puts his phone face down on the table what are your thoughts on that okay so this one's hard because i've seen two sides of it so one side is people say like that's fuckboy behavior because they don't want you to see all the snapchat notifications instagram notifications messages that the person's getting but on the other side people are saying that it also shows that he's respectful that he's like focused on you he doesn't want to let his phone distract him so he's not allowing the screen to show so that he doesn't see who's texting him who's calling him the notifications he's getting because it's true when you see your phone and you see all these things you kind of glimpse over and sometimes you lose focus on what you're talking about or the conversation you're having with the person but i still think i lean towards more fuckboy behavior because how how 
how much can your phone really blow up in like an hour? But then again, I don't know. Like, what if I don't know? I don't know. Honestly, I think that like when you're in a relationship, your boyfriend and girlfriend, for example, then I get it. Your phone's going to be out a lot of the time and putting it face down is, is good. I do that. But I just think in the early days when you're dating, you're trying to impress someone. If you really want to impress them, you're going to take extra little steps. And like, how hard is it to put your phone on do not disturb? My phone is always on do not disturb. And with that setting, you don't get any notifications at all. Your screen doesn't even light up. How hard is it to put your phone in your pocket? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I just think that if you have your phone on the table and you decide to flip it over, there's likely a reason for it. If it's like the early days, I just I just think that when I'm on a date, my phone's in my purse, my phone's in my purse or it's in my pocket or it's like under my lap, you know, and I'll like look at it when he's in the bathroom because what the fuck do I need my phone on the table face down for if I'm not going to use it? That's true. Yeah. You know, it just it just makes me look shady. So I feel like I don't know. A guy knows what he's doing. And if he does that, it's because he doesn't really care. But he also doesn't want you to see. So I don't trust it. I think that's fuckboy behavior. Yeah, I lean towards that side, too. It's just a part of me is like, hmm, OK, I can see why other people might think it's not. But. Yeah, it's like you said, at that point, if you want to be respectful, why even have it out? Just put it in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fuckboy behavior for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so since we're talking about phones and notifications and whatnot, what do you think about someone having their notifications off? Or their phone, like you said, on Do Not Disturb? I think Do Not Disturb is normal because, like, we're grown. You know what I mean? We have jobs and meetings that we can't have our phones going off Mm -hmm. i think notifications off is weird like what the fuck notifications off i'm not talking like little side button on silent i'm talking you don't get drop down notifications on your phone you have to open up your messages app in order to know that you have a text message type of shit do you know Mm, what i mean because it kind of seems like the person's hiding something yeah my ex had that Mm. which (laughs) looking back is kind of weird um he said it was because he didn't want distractions and i choose to believe that but yeah it was one of those where there were no notifications at all there was no drop down menu list of just like text message from blank 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 to me that's shady like if i'm talking to a guy and he has no notifications that's fucking weird like that like that inconveniences your life you know what are you hiding yeah, that's a good one. I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. It's weird because why I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna miss on. all my messages. Yeah, and I don't. I already hate texting, and for me to say that I wouldn't do that is a lot. Yeah, I agree. I'm kind of on the same path. I've, I don't think I've ever had my notifications off. I've had my phone on. Do not disturb. <laughs> Your notifications are always on, <laughs> bro. This girl's phone is so annoying. All I hear is. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again all right okay yeah thanks yeah okay. it's so annoying i and it's yeah anyways next <laughs> so what do you think if he wears cologne everywhere he goes like he's going to the gym cologne he's going to pump gas cologne he's going to dollarama cologne okay no yeah okay all right that's a good question i think if you put cologne on once in the morning I think that's enough for the day. Like, why are you spraying yourself every two seconds? I think that's gross. I hate when people overdo the cologne, too. Like, when it's too much. Oh, my God. It's, like, sometimes it's, like, like it's drowning hard to Drowning in it. Yeah, or, like, when you're in an elevator and you just, all you can smell is this, like, heavy cologne. <laughs> it's just, ugh. So it's just going to headache. 
But I do think a man should wear cologne every day. I just think it's it, like what I do. I spray myself one time every morning, and that's that's the amount I use throughout the day. Like I don't re reapply if I'm gonna go throw out the garbage or like go get a pizza down the street. Like apply it once, and that's it. I don't think a man just just my opinion. I don't think a man needs to wear it every day. I think they should wear it when they when they feel like they want to i don't wear perfume every day actually or body spray at all like i wear it when i feel like it but i think if i meet you and you wear cologne every day and you continue that while we're dating i won't think twice about it but if you're like a like three times a week two times a week cologne type of guy and suddenly every day you're putting cologne on i'm gonna Mm -hmm. think that's i'm gonna be like what the fuck what's changed that's shady so it depends on who you are when i meet you and if you're keeping up with that because yeah i think i remember um a guy i used to date he didn't really wear cologne all the time we went to college together and out of nowhere every day every single day he started smelling nice and i was like "Mm, i don't know like it was and it was when the semester changed Mm -hmm. so i think maybe there was like a cute girl in his class or something and suddenly every day he was wearing it 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 was shady it was shady funny i had a friend too one time where um, she was with their boyfriend and they lived together. He would usually put cologne on in the mornings and for some reason he stopped putting it. But every time he would come home from work, <laughs> that man would Weird. come home smelling like cologne. And it's like, Mm-mm. why would you put your... And he would be like, oh, I'm putting it in the car because like, it's like, you know, how I do it in the morning. But now I just keep it in my car. <laughs> and then so when the girl confronted him was like, but you never used to do that. You just sprayed yourself when you would get... Like, when you would leave the house. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, but sometimes I, w- I would forget. So I just leave it in my car. And when I'm about to step out of my car, I'll spray myself. To go home? No, like, to start his day. Mm-hmm. Okay, but why is he coming home freshly right? sprayed? Right? It's just, it doesn't add up. But yeah. to him, it's like, no, it's like the one that I sprayed myself from this morning. I don't know. Sounds a little sus to me. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I was like, I don't know. Something's not uh, smelling fresh here. Okay, so now let's talk <laughs> fuckboy colognes, like cologne <laughs> red flags. How about we each give we each give one? I think any man that buys his cologne at a retail store, I just think that's that's fuckboy tendencies because that means you're going through it really often because you got to buy cheap shit. So I think if you're buying, let's say Hollister, H and M, Hollister, Zara, Armani Exchange, like. Armani Exchange is a big one. Guess. Ooh. Remember Parasuco? Things like that. I think I think you're a fuckboy because you use that daily, but when you like a girl and you're trying to wife a girl, then you're going to pull out the Burberry, you're going to pull out the Gucci, the nice ones, you know, the quality ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but for everyday use, I just feel like the cheap shit is usually a fuckboy. Even if they got money. Even if they got money. Yeah, the only one that I've, like, heard of is the Dior Sauvage brand. I feel like every fuckboy's wearing it, from what I've heard. I don't know. I've personally never heard of that one, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I saw it on TikTok. Mm. TikTok always knows what's up. They do. I would say Hollister, too. I remember, like, back in high school, every guy was wearing that Hollister. Okay, but nobody wears Hollister anymore. I know, but remember when you'd walk into that room and be like, oh my god, this is what all the men in, Ugh. like, the class smell like. You know what another one was that a lot of men used? Another retail one, Roots. I think that's more of a Toronto thing. So many guys I went to college with or, like, high school 
used fucking Roots cologne. I didn't even know Roots had a cologne. Mm-hmm. Wild. It smells pretty good, I won't lie. <laughs> Some of those retail ones smell nice. I won't lie, the Zara one smells good. Really? Yeah. It does. I need to, and you go to these retail stores and smell them. It smells good. I'm just kind of traumatized by it. So I don't want to smell it. <laughs> uh, okay. So what do you think if a guy's a smooth talker or he's like super charming? I don't trust him. I do not trust him. I mean, I fall for it for sure. Like I'll be like, <laughs> I remember one time I went out with this guy and he sent me the sweetest message. Remember the sweet message I got? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like it was beautiful. I was like, oh, my God, this is so sweet. Like, wow. Like, I was so impressed. It was just like he was just gassing me up and it was just like so lovely. And it was about like my energy. And it was just a really lovely message. And I ate that shit up. And I was like, wow, he's so sweet. And then like after I realized, I was like, wait a minute. Like, it's a text. You could say (laughs) anything in a text and not mean it. I I can't see your facial expression. I really want to read it. But I just think that's a little too messy. He was saying really sweet things, comparing me to sunlight or something like that. And like, I was just so touched and he might have meant it. But deep down, part of me is like, mm, is he just a sweet talker? I just don't trust men who are super charming. Like I said, like people like Jack Harlow. Have you seen that? That man has game. And I know he had it before the fame. You could just tell that he was a smooth, suave, just like gentleman that people fall for. So, yeah, to me, that is a fuck boy behavior like i it's like a it's like a siren that goes off Mm -hmm. just so obvious and the thing too the sad part is like us women i don't know why like we just eat that shit up like it's like candy like it's like keep keep going say more you know like whatever pumps our ego it's like oh wow that's flattering and like you blush a little and you're like oh yeah he's kind of cute and even if he's ugly oh yeah smooth talking you're just like all of a sudden, he went from, like, a 5 to a 10. Because is Jack Harlow, like, that attractive, or is he just really charming? Like, sometimes I look at him, and I'm like, if he went to my college, I don't know if I would pay attention to him. You know? He's kind of... Yeah, I don't know. think I... Mm. He's just really smooth. Like, in interviews, he has mm-hmm. that... And guys like that are dangerous. They're dangerous. And he so. has a good sense of humor. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. That's He's the funny. charm. It's Southern yeah. charm, you know? So, like, these charming guys, we just, we eat it up. They don't even, like Brenda was saying, they don't need to be attractive. Like, they can be ugly, but confidence and charm will have me thinking that you are a 10 out of 10. Absolutely. I've met so many good-looking guys that have zero game. Yeah. And I've just, I don't even notice they're good-looking. Like, one of the guys that I dated, beautiful man. Like, so much going for him, but he had zero game. So it took me forever to even realize, like, oh, shit, he's kind of cute. I didn't even notice he was cute um, until after we got to know each other because then then he got more comfortable and then he had more game. Yeah, it's like the guy from Love Island, Charlie, the one that was with Cache for a second. Tatted guy. He was a tatted black guy. He was fine as hell, but he was as dry as cardboard. So boring. No personality. He was fat-free, unflavored yogurt. He was (laughs) low-fat sour cream. Baked Lay's. <laughs> he was boring. Damn. And then she went for Cinco, who was not okay. So Charlie was a ten out of ten. Cinco was a six out of ten. I don't like buff guys, so to me he was a three out of ten. <laughs> but because of his charm, confidence, and everything, Cinco was a ten out of ten, and fine ass Charlie was a one out of ten. Yeah, like he had. When I tell you this man had no personality, no personality. Like so bad, so bad. I, I don't even know how he got on the show. 
because he's good looking have you seen him yeah but the man's like, beautiful what are you gonna do give him two seconds of fame and like move on it's easy to nail an interview it's very easy to nail an interview it's like when you when you That's show true. your best self at a job and you pull up and you're like shy and awkward you know it's probably one of those yeah or like you tell yourself you have like this outstanding resume and mm-hmm. then you're just like yeah i'm not that person how do i calibrate an espresso machine <laughs> yeah i think i think it's um it's just looks don't take men far looks take women far because yeah. men are shallow but when it comes to men we're on like a whole different topic right now <laughs> but anyways long story short if you're charming i don't trust you yeah and if you're a smooth talker we don't trust you and on to the next one if you wear flashy shit, what are your thoughts on that? Because I, I know how I feel. Uh, I definitely fuck boy. Um, you're just doing too much. You're showing too much. You know that saying that when you have so much, you don't need to show it? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's exactly it. The more you show, if you're wa- like wearing Supreme, like underwear, Ew. Gucci belt, <laughs> like it's just like you're doing too much or so or when guys wear like their pants so low Bro, just to show their like their boxers or their or their belt yeah their brewery or like polo ralph lauren boxers yeah and it's always the same fucking brands it's either versace polo ralph ralph lauren or burberry a man with loud ass tacky ass designer i i hate it so much like i think it is it's just the epitome of fuckboy energy if you're decked out in designer, I will not give you the time of day. I won't. I just, I find it embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're rich, I just think, why do you need to, like, what do you have to prove? Who are you mm-hmm. trying to impress, you know? Other men? I just think it's weird. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know. I don't go for that shit. I think it's fuckboy behavior. And men like this think that they can, like, buy the attention of women. And I just think that's gross. Because I feel like, Wearing designer, there's nothing wrong with wearing designer. Don't get me wrong. I just think quiet, yeah, quiet designer is what I can appreciate. If you have taste and you're wearing Burberry everything, but I look at you and it looks like H and M to me, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, like that's good quality. Oh, that's not. Then I I can appreciate that, you know. Yeah. But a man that's dressed like a fucking Gucci mannequin for free, a walking ad, a walking ad, decked out in logos, so embarrassing. Yeah. Like it's literally it, a mannequin. Yeah. It's like the mannequins at the display at Yorkdale Mall just got out of the glass casing and walked around because they're wearing all one brand. I always see it. They always, it's always Gucci too. The other day I was yeah. walking down outside our condo and there was a man decked out with a fucking Gucci mask, a Gucci jacket, Gucci pants, and Gucci shoes. I was <laughs> mortified. And they were all the same like monogram Gucci. Like they weren't like different oh, different sets or like the different. Black with the blue no, it was the beige. It oh, was the beige okay. with like the dark brown monogram. Um, for the mask, the jacket, and the pants, and then the shoes were like the tennis shoes. Mm. I was oh my Gosh. god! And he had glasses. I'm sure they were Gucci. I don't know though. I didn't see. <laughs> Fuck boy energy. The other one, I feel like everyone's doing it now, but again with the fuckboy, like it, it's the brand ones, the crossbody, the crossbody <sighs> Gucci, the gr- crossbody Supreme, the crossbody Prada. Even like non-brands, I just feel like they could be wearing roots or herschel <laughs> yeah and i still think it's like i don't see a, a good proper man wearing those dumbass crossbody fanny packs across their chest i see fuck boys wearing them even again like non-branded ones 
I wonder when that trend's going to be over because it was it's been a thing for a minute since 2018. Yeah. What do you think they put in their crossbodies? Maybe they just want an excuse to wear a purse and like that's the only way they can do it and like not feel like their like manliness is being taken away from them. Yeah, but they used to have those like man bags, like those uh side. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. But mm, those They're are out of style anyone, now. Yeah. What do you think they put in them? Just like condoms. Hmm. Their wallet for sure. Yeah. Cell phone wallet. Maybe, like, lighters, a joint. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Some type of drugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. what What's in a man's bag? Yeah, what's in a man's bag? Absolutely. No, no, no. They all have crusty lips. I do not think they have chapstick in their crossbodies. Like a man who has I, chapstick in his bag. And whoever that is, that's the man I want. Because I, like, I've met way too many men with crusty lips. Probably, like, a, a beer bottle opener. Yeah, ew. Yeah, I wonder. I'm curious. Men, you should tell us what's in your, like, crossbody cross bags. bags. <laughs> <laughs> Are those still in? Yeah, I see everyone wearing them still. Mm, is it a Toronto thing, though? I feel like that's a Toronto man yeah, thing. I don't know be. if LA and New York guys are doing that. That's true. Mm. Uh, I think, I think LA- Brooklyn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brooklyn men or, like, people from the Bronx, I feel like I could see them wearing yeah. crossbodies. I think people in LA too. Like the YouTubers though, not yeah, like, not like yeah, the yeah, real yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, the YouTubers. Just like the Jake Pauls the and bloggers. shit. Bloggers. No. Okay, what do you think about a guy that plays an instrument, a guitar player, piano player? Um, I don't know if that's fuckboy behavior or like a sign of a fuckboy. It could be because it's like, okay, like this could be a way to like bring in the women, you know, like they like music, they like you know bands boy like a lot of girls are into like those boy bands like oh yeah. if he's in a band like he's he has to be hot yeah. but i don't know i'm kind of like eh about it because to me it means two things he's broke <laughs> or he's likely a so yeah so for me i don't know if i'd be intrigued if i found out that a guy like plays some type of instrument if he's in a band maybe but like i don't know what makes a band any better because he has gigs and he has like he's with people so like when you're doing stuff with people you're not usually wasting your time because there's other I people. totally disagree what if right? all his band members are single That's true <laughs> <laughs> like and you know mm. yeah, I, I don't know yeah. I just feel like an instrument's kind of like okay like and <sighs> I don't know if a man told me he could sing I wouldn't trust him <laughs> He's a rapper <laughs> <laughs> No no I'm not dating a rapper no no I'll have fun with a rapper. I'm not dating a rapper. You know why? Because they're either going to be broke their entire lives or they're going to blow up, get rich and famous, and cheat on me. That's what I always say. I don't think yeah. there's an in-between. I really don't believe that there's an in-between. They, they're going to do one or the other. But I do think that a guy that plays an instrument, I don't think that they're born thoughts. I think that when they realize how much attention the instrument can give them, they take advantage of it, and their inner fuckboy starts to crawl out. That's what I think. I think it starts off as a genuine hobby, but these piano players know what they're doing on TikTok. You ever seen these guys singing emotionally with piano on TikTok? (laughs) And all the comments are like, my throat's looking a little bored. Like, it's like crazy (laughs) shit like that. They know what they're doing. There's that one guy who is always on TikTok playing his piano. Oh, you you seen the saxophone guy? No, I haven't seen him. Oh, he's so, he's so cute. I bet he's a thought. He did a really viral rendition on TikTok. I don't remember the song, but he is super viral and well-loved. Yeah, I haven't seen him, but um, I bet you any money that now that we're talking about it, it's going to come on my feed because that fucking always happens. It will. 
Okay, what do you think if a guy has a lot of female friends? I don't like it at all. I think... Okay, here's the thing. If I want you to be my man, then it's going to bug me. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just having fun with you and I know you're a fuckboy, like, it's cool. I think that a guy can have female friends without being a thought. Mm-hmm. But if you have a lot of female friends, like, I'm sorry to say it, I'm probably going to think you're a thought. Even yeah. though you might not be. Because it is possible. Like, I know a guy that gets along so well with girls including me never tried anything on me never tried anything on like most of the females that i know of and he just genuinely gets along with everybody but if i was his girl i would feel a little weird about it yeah you no, know? for sure but yeah also i think it depends on the type of people he has around not to stereotype the women at all but like for example if you're dealing with a guy who's friends with like only bottle girls or only like um instagram models things like that i think the company you keep kind of reflects like who you are not that there's anything wrong with those occupations at all but i mean you have like that single fuckboy energy if those Mm -hmm. are the type of girls you're surrounding yourself with like hot beautiful women you know yeah so yeah i think it all it all depends but overall i don't know if female friends is like a big fuckboy trait or like you know I think it can definitely spark some red flags. It does show some type of, like, fuckboy behavior. But it's hard because when I was in high school and college, I had a lot of guy friends, too, at that time. Like, I had my core girlfriends who were, like, two of my bestest friends. But other than that, it was mostly guys. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's different with females, though. I guess, but at the same time, I've, I've always been that type of person where if I can do it, then you can do it. If if I'm getting mad for you to do it, then I need to have my plate clean. You know what I mean? Like, I can't be saying, don't do this, and then here I am talking to, like, five men mm-hmm. or having, like, ten best friends that are men. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with what you were saying about people's lifestyle. Like, depending on their lifestyle you will know whether or not that was like like they were genuinely friends or there's history behind their friendship do you know what i mean like did they meet up at a club meet all these girls became friends and then at one point one of them hooked up with each other and they just stopped and now they're just friends or was it you know what i mean like was there more to it or was it just strictly friends from the get-go yeah i i agree with that to an extent but i think what i was saying was more like the company you keep reflects the image you want to perceive. So somebody that is always hanging around like bottle girls or like strippers or I don't know, um, just like hot models, influencers, shit like that. I'm sure they have a great friendship, but I also think that men that like pretty much only have friends of that circle, they want to portray a certain image and get attention, which means they're a fuckboy. I think that if that's your entire crew, like that's that's weird to me. You clearly want attention. You want to look good in front of others with beautiful women around you, which is, like, so cheesy to me. It's so cheesy. But, I mean, as long as they're treating the women well. Cause it, but also sometimes, like, a man is in the industry, too. And yeah. he could be wholesome, but mm-hmm. he just so happens to be a DJ. And so the people he meets are bottle girls or strippers or, you know, models. And he can't help it. So th- th- it's hard because I don't want to, like, generalize everyone because I do understand that, like, some people really do take, like, music djing club owning seriously and that just so happens to be the industry they're in so 
It's hard. It's yeah, hard. I say it, it, it's a fuckboy, like, energy, but it could. I think you yeah. really have to analyze the situation the you're person. in and the person. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think about a guy who has lots of followers on Instagram? Again, that's the same thing as what we were talking about. It's hard because it could be that they're in an in- industry where, you know what I mean? Like, if he's a rapper or he's an influencer, he's a vlogger, like those people will have a lot of followers because start to have a, a fan base and anyone will start to follow you, right? The more known you are, the more people want you, are intrigued, are interested, find you attractive. Like, it's just a known fact. It's, it's what you do with those followers. Are you DMing them? Are you, like, sending secret messages? I don't think having a lot of followers is, like, a fuckboy thing, especially if they're in the industry like if you're if you work at a car wash shop and you have like a hundred thousand followers then it's like what the fuck <laughs> what's going on unless here? you're like super good looking and like stripping in front of the car wash for views or something <laughs> exactly but if it's part of your job like you're an entrepreneur you're in the music industry like it makes sense i think okay I'm, i don't like a guy with a lot of followers i won't lie um i'll be okay. like i'll accept it i'm not gonna be like oh he's a lot of followers i won't talk to him but i would prefer them to just like i love a guy who's not on social media mm-hmm. or who doesn't really post or someone low-key only because my entire life is social media that i just would love to have somebody that doesn't actively use it to me i think the thought energy and the fuck boy like red flag is in how many people they follow mm-hmm. why do you follow two thousand people to me if you follow two thousand people that means you're on hinge you're on tinder you're like oh i barely checked the app let's move to instagram you talk to them one two days and you don't talk to them again or Mm -hmm. whatever and it's like you do that a hundred times and then another hundred times or you meet people everywhere you just follow anyone to me if you follow like two thousand people i think that's weird but if you have a lot of followers that's something that you can't really help unless you're like stripping online then yeah i know why you have them but yeah, I think it's more about who, who they follow or if they're one of those people that are on private, but it, like accept a bunch of females they don't know. Like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I just don't like to keep an eye on, on the guy I'm seeing following. Like, I don't like to look at it because I'll just overthink. I don't want to see like he followed a new girl this, this, like last week. Mm-hmm. How did he meet her? I don't want to know these things because it's just what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do about it? I can't stop them from meeting people. So Remember when they had that feed on Instagram where, yeah. like, you could see what people comment or like? It's just that was, like... I think I only had that for about a month of my relationship, and then they took it away. And I was like, thank God. I don't want to see this. I'd, I What I don't know won't kill me. I don't want to see anything. I'm not looking at shit. I do not want to see. If they still had that feature and I was, like, dating someone, oh, my God, I would have to block them. I would be so addicted to it because I, I just, like, I would be so curious. I wouldn't... I, I can't. I don't the more I know, the more I know how to act, you know? <sighs> Fuck that, man. <laughs> I just What I don't know won't kill me. I'll, I'll just have to trust God in the universe that <laughs> if someone's cheating on me, they will present it to me because I don't want to see it with my own eyes. Oh, man. <laughs> how about um, photographers? What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, I, okay. I dated a photographer for three years. The good thing is I met him as a model. So I was able to see what he was like mm-hmm. with a stranger, with a beautiful stranger, me. Never disrespectful, never flirty, never inappropriate. So 
being on that side of things and then dating that person, I was able to feel confident that any shoot that I wasn't present for, he would maintain the same level of respect. I never, ever worried about that. However, I think that being a photographer gives you a pass for like a lot of different things, like being alone with a woman after nine or like going for drinks with a model after just because you're able to talk about, I don't, I don't fucking know. These things never happen, but I think that photographers get away with so much because it's work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just networking. You know, I think that it's, it's very common for photographers to be fuck boys because a, they have like that artistic vulnerable side that helps them connect with women. B, when you're shooting with someone, it's very intimate. You see them when they're kind of uncomfortable, when they're, you know, it's a vulnerable position to be in, like in front of a camera and, and, and allowing someone to capture you in your essence. So like you kind of build a connection. And I just feel like someone that's building connections with females so often, you can't help but like be a fuck boy. And not to mention the fact that you have access to beautiful women all the time. Mm-hmm. I think I would date another photographer um, if the opportunity presented itself. However, if I could avoid it, I would. Mm-hmm. I would. Because there's a lot of situations that made me uncomfortable that I felt like I couldn't speak up on because it was work. And I just don't want to put myself in that position again. So I think photography is kind of like a fuckboy <laughs> occupation. But I understand that it's also an art. And I can't generalize. Yeah, I would just say, honestly, I don't know. I don't have too much... Um, experience with photographers or the photography industry I can see why you say all those things and and I think those are valid however I wouldn't say that a photographer is a fuckboy I think they can use it to their advantage to become a fuckboy for sure but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say ha- like having that as an occupation is like fuckboy flag did you hear about that Toronto photographer that like took advantage of women on set and just like yeah. got who that was bad. Yeah. But I always fucking knew it, man. Every time I saw his photos in high school and college, I was like, this seems weird. Like this feels inappropriate. It just something about his images just never sat right with me. And the way he smoothed everybody out. I don't know if you remember his photos. That man loved Photoshop. He loved the smooth filter. Anyways. If you're from Toronto, you know, you know who I'm talking about. He got exposed and he had to completely rebrand. He goes under a different name now, I'm pretty sure. But he took advantage of that, like, position that he was in. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because, like, there are really good, respectful, uh, proper photographers out there that get a bad rep because of people like him. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's hard because people can be manipulative and, like, sneaky about things and you don't even know it. They use their position of authority to their mm-hmm. advantage to, like, manipulate and, you know, take advantage of women. And it's fucked up. It's just, like, a it's a weird power dynamic. And a lot of women feel like they have to do certain things. And it's just, like, I don't know. Like, where do you draw the line? I don't know. But I guess overall, photographers are not fuckboys. But I would probably rather not date one. Okay. Um, this one is, like, a big one, I think. But let me know what you think. Guys who drive a Honda Civic. I have one even better. (laughs) Guys who drive a modded Honda Civic. Oh, my god! A lowered one with the exhaust. Or fucking the stupid little lights that when you open the door projects a dumbass thing on the pavement. 
Oh, oh, oh. Or when they, like, customize the Honda symbol oh, to, like, God. black and red or whatever. Yeah, or, like, gold, tacky shit. Or when they customize the lights inside their car so that instead of, like, white or soft white, it's, like, fucking red. Or they put that gas or ass sticker on the back oh, of the Oh, my bumper. God. I've never seen that. <laughs> what? You've never seen that? Gas oh or ass? You've never seen that little sticker on... No. Really? Oh, my God. Ew, that's so embarrassing. People I actually put that. Yeah. If you have the stickers, the next time I see one, I'm gonna take a picture and I'm gonna send it to you. Yeah, I've never seen that in my life. I feel like if you have stickers from like car meets and shit, you ever seen those stickers from car meets or yeah. like or like your at on your car, like your or username, their last name? bro. Like oh DaCosta. God. Oh my god. Or even like I know this is off topic, <laughs> but like if you have your last name tattooed on you. To me, that's crazy fuckboy behavior. Insane fuckboy behavior. Yeah, I think last name on your car, on your body, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. What the fuck? No, custom license plates? No. That's weird. <laughs> Unless you're a real estate agent. Stop. I think it's corny, but I think no. it's, it makes more sense. You I know? think it's corny as fuck. I, I don't hate care it. who you are. I don't care if you're a real estate agent. It's corny as shit. No, if, Why do you want people to know your name? Like, yeah, I don't care who you are. Like, it's just weird. Like, imagine getting into a car accident and that person knows who the hell you are. Yeah, like, you you're can't trying to hit and run. And you can't because yeah. they're going to remember you. And someone took a picture of your license plates. Like, okay, I'm going to find this Anna girl mm-hmm. and I'm going to hunt her down. Another fuckboy car is a white Mercedes C-Class. Love it. Want it. But it's a fuckboy car. But it's a fuckboy with money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not saying I'm going to turn down a guy with a white Mercedes C-Class. <laughs> like, go ahead. Pick me up. I'm just saying. Like, it's fuck a pretty boy. common car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Or a BMW, I think. I don't see BMW as much. No? No, I see the white C-Class. Okay. Yeah. I see those two, though. Mm-hmm. But I think it's mostly the fucking modded Honda Civic. Yes, like number one car of a fuckboy is a Honda Civic. Literally, like even gold rims and everything. <laughs> what if you walk into a guy's house and you notice that he has a bunch of feminine products? I'm running away. <laughs> Unless he has sisters. Well, it depends. Okay, okay. Set up the situation for me. Like, Okay, so you come into the house and you say, I'm going to use the washroom. I need to wash my hands and whatnot. You see all these like feminine, like you see like... Uh, a Fenty like foundation you see like a beauty blender you see tampons does like, he have a roommate does he have sisters does he share a washroom like what's going on he doesn't share a washroom but he does have sisters so he has his own bathroom in his room yeah in his room mm-hmm. I'm running unless I just want to like have fun with him if I want to have fun with him okay cool I don't mind sticking around just you obviously you have to take precaution you know but if I want to date the man and I see that what if he says, I just wanted to make you feel comfortable and my <laughs> sisters, like, didn't crazy? want any of these products, so they kept it in my washroom. I would say, you, wow, you must think I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, you must think I'm dumb. I would be so upset if he even tried that. I would rather, I would rather you tell me it's because you had a girl over last night than tell me, look me in my eye and say, oh, I'm just being considerate. I want to make sure you have <laughs> glazed fucking cheekbones. No, I don't, I'm not buying that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was interesting yeah no i think that's like extreme fuckboy behavior one of my friends actually she knew that a guy was like seeing other women because he she found bobby pins like behind the garbage bin i guess she meant to throw them in the garbage and they were behind the garbage bin and he had a male roommate and she also saw um blonde hairs in his brush mm. and she was like shit i think he's seeing someone 
I was like, no shit, girl. You met him on Minder. Minder? Minder is Muslim Tinder. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Grab with the times, Brenda. <laughs> Fuck. It's yeah. been a minute. Okay. So the next one. <laughs> they can't help it. But something about a guy with a raspy voice, I just feel like it's very, like, fuckboy of them. Yeah. They can't help it. But the thing is, I love a man with a raspy voice. I love a man with a raspy voice. Like, if you have a little scratchy voice, oh, my God, I'm going to melt. <laughs> and I think if I'm melting, all the other girls are melting. I feel like every girl I know loves a raspy voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think... Uh a raspy voice is definitely well actually i don't know if that's like fuck boy sign because what if a guy just has a raspy voice like what if he can't help it but have a raspy voice yeah i mean that's true but i just feel like regardless your it's raspy just, voice is getting you lots of girls and what are you gonna do with that like, that's true you're not yeah. gonna turn them away because if a guy has a raspy voice oh like you have a girlfriend oh you're a serial cheater oh Oh, that's fine. Oh, you're broke. Oh, great. <laughs> like, I just love a raspy voice. It's so attractive. Yeah. No, I can see. I can. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. What do you think of a guy introduces you to his friends on like the second date? Once you introduce me to your friends, it means that's a bit more serious. You won't just introduce anyone to your friends. They will if they're a thought. Yeah, that's true. See, it's hard because for me, it was the opposite. I would never introduce anyone who wasn't serious to my friends or to my family. The minute I felt like it was something serious, that's when I will bring you in. That's just how I see it. Like, if you're introducing me, it's because something, like, it's it's starting to get serious. But that is true because, like, men just work differently. They will show yeah. anyone to their moms, anyone to their friends. Like I just think, like, a man that introduces me to his friends on, like, the second date, I think that's a red flag because it doesn't make me feel special. Why do you feel comfortable bringing me around your people in one date? Like, that's weird. And that means I'm not the only one. And if they don't even blink at my arrival, it's because they see different girls on rotation all the time. And I remember, remember that one guy that he wanted to go out with me from Hinge? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, like, my friend's having, like, my boy's having a get-together um, here. Like, you should come through. Bro, we hadn't even met. The man's inviting me to a get-together at his friend's condo. What the fuck? No, but that's smooth because it's, like, a party. So it's, like... It's an intimate party. gathering. If I don't feel her, she has, like, five other options of other men. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Fuck boy behavior. For sure. Like, when he said that to me, I was like, what the fuck? And then I tried to get out of it. And then he was like, oh, no, no, no. Trust me. They're cool peoples. And I'm like, yeah, no. Like, that's, that's how I knew he was a fuck boy. So I just completely unmatched him. Never met him. Okay, but, like... So you're saying he invited you to a party, which 100%, I think, if a guy invites you to a party It was on the an first intimate get-together. Get oh, okay. So, but, like, what if it was, like, we're all going to, like, uh, like, Korean barbecue dinner, and it's, like, five of my friends? Yeah, what the fuck am I doing there? I don't know you. I don't even know you. It's more intimate. I don't know. It's not, like... That's the problem. Why do you feel comfortable putting a new female in an intimate gathering? Because you do not value intimacy, a.k.a. you're a fuckboy. Okay. I mean, yeah, if it's like the second date, second to third date, for sure. I think fifth, sixth, seventh date, I think is fine. I think it depends on how you meet. If you meet and right away there's attraction and Mm -hmm. there's a clear energy, then obviously like you're kind of like in that dating new phase like it's weird if you meet as friends and you end up bringing your friends around this guy because you know 
you're you don't even like each other yet like that's normal vice versa if he chooses to bring you around his friends introduce you to his friends because you guys don't even like each other yet like there's no real situation there then i think it's okay and it's not a red flag because like that's the energy you guys have you guys are friendly Mm -hmm. so why wouldn't you be okay bringing friends around like it's not that serious but if you met on like hinge in state number three and you're bringing me around your people like i'll be really weirded out by that yeah i can see that though yeah I think when we put it in that storyline, it makes sense. Okay, so with all that being said, do you feel like everyone needs a good, like, fuckboy plotline in their life to teach them shit? Or do you think we could just, like, do without it? In my honest opinion, I don't think everyone needs one. But I think it's good to have a fuckboy experience because it allows you to know what to look out for, number one. Number two, it puts you in that situation So you know how to handle certain situations. And I think it's good for you because it molds your heart and it allows you to feel played and it allows you to feel hurt. And I think in order for you to find love, you have to figure out what love is. Because a lot of times you think, oh, I love this guy. Oh, my God, this is my soulmate. Oh, my God, this is a guy of my dreams. I'm going to marry this guy. And then you break up like whatever, two years later, one year later. And you had you not gone through that experience and gone through things with that guy you would have never known that he wasn't for you do you know what i mean yeah definitely i think that and also just like the fact that going through that experience it like what you're saying it teaches you so much and i think it smartens you up because after i got like played i was like i'll never be that dumb again and you're able to spot red flags a lot earlier you're able to take lessons from me you're able to like read through people a little bit better and see if someone's lying things like that you don't need a fuck boy experience but Mm -hmm. i think it will help you like sharpen up when dating because men are really good at what they do and if you can learn from experience how to avoid that i think it's best because I didn't see any of the fuckboy traits in my first situationship, and I would absolutely spot them all now within seconds. Yeah, same. And I probably wouldn't if I hadn't gone through what I had gone through. Yeah, because a lot of times, too, like, love makes you blind, and, like, you just think, like, oh, he's just being sweet, or, oh, he's just trying to, like, look out for me, or, yeah, I guess he, that does make sense, but in reality, it's, like, it's all fucking lies, it's mm-hmm. all lies. Yep. All right, guys. So that wraps up the episode. We're so happy to be back. It was a little hard starting off the episode because we're like rusty. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. But we're so excited to be a part of Key Radio. So if you are one of the Key Radio listeners and you're new to us, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. And again, you can check us out on Spotify and Apple Music as well. Make sure that if you do, you go and leave us a five star rating and a review. It helps us out so much. Yes, and if you want to check us out on Instagram, our Instagram account is Let's Get Real the Podcast. Also, check out Key Radio if you guys are day one listeners and you're just curious. Make sure to check them out. It's spelled C A Y Radio.com or just check out the Instagram. All right, and that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Monday. Bye. Bye.